I need to know everything Who and the what and the where I need everything Trust me, I hear what you're saying But I like it's new what you're telling me Alright, Tally We're back <laughs> With another one Another one Another one So what do you got for us today? Today? Um, I think we should dive into Escaping reality a little bit What's that? I'm just really curious to hear our thoughts just and go into it that much further of escaping a reality. I think a lot of people are trying to escape their reality in whatever form, shape, height, width, depth that might look like in situation. I think everyone has something they want to escape from and it doesn't need to be, you know, the most obvious thing, but escaping some form of truth and reality for whatever lifestyle that you're in, whatever situation that you're in, I found that it's very difficult for most people, right? And I think that it's restricted by many things. Um, but I'm just curious to know your initial thoughts, just your introductory thoughts, if you may, on how have you escaped reality or seen somebody that has escaped reality that has impacted your life? Man, it's a tough, man. Is deep because I know so many people, they choose to not deal with what's in front of them. They choose to pretend like everything's okay, like it's butterflies and rainbows. Right. When in reality, things are literally falling apart around them. And it's sad to see how their lives are being destroyed and, and literally falling apart. It's, it's, I mean, it's sorry to be such a Debbie Downer, guys. <laughs> um, it's just crazy to me to see such talented and people that have so much potential to just let it all go and not deal with what's in front of them. Right. And it's, it's for the simple fact that I feel like some people were never raised in an environment where they were shown how to deal with certain things. We weren't True. to some extent. I mean, True. I'll speak for myself. True. I think we had the best examples of marriages and family I'm going to be honest, you know, it's difficult when you're in whatever situation that you're in. You're absolutely right. But escaping that reality when you're in the midst of it, right? When there's so much to lose or there's kids involved or or there's business involved or there's money involved. It's not easy. I know. It's super there's so, difficult. There's so many things there. That's why I said it's such a but subject. Be, but, but let me ask you this. Because of all the depths of the problem, I guess, if you may... How much more important is it to assess your current reality in order to come to a conclusion which will help you realize whether or not you should escape it despite the consequences? I mean, to be honest with you, I have people in my life that call me out all the time and I share. Like, I, I have nothing about me that I haven't shared to my closest friends. Like, they know everything about me. And I allow them to speak into me and to call out the moments or the parts of me that I don't see in myself. Do you agree with that all the time? I mean, honestly, no. So how do you choose? What do you mean? How do you choose when, when they're giving you a certain set of a piece of advice? I don't know whether you realize or not that it's right or wrong, right? That only time will tell. But like, how do you make a decision to follow a piece of advice that messes in a sense with your, for your life, with your life? I think for me, if I am, if I'm telling you or asking you something, like give me feedback on something, I trust you enough to tell you that. Mm -hmm. So I just trust that what you're telling me is coming from an honest place. And I think personally for me, and a lot of people know this about me, 
is I, it takes me a while to trust people. Right. Like it takes me a lot, a while. Like I'm sure you have, <laughs> I'm sure you have things to say about this subject. <laughs> took us a while to get to, to a good place, but it takes me such a long time to trust people that when I do finally do that, I trust that whatever they're going to tell me is going to be coming from such an honest place. And whether I like it or not, I'm going to take that advice and I'm going to deal with it. Honestly, for me, it's a decision every every man, every woman needs to make. It's what type of person do you want to be? Do you want to be a person that, you know, hears a piece of feedback or um, let's say a person that hears a piece of feedback and doesn't act or doesn't change? Or do you want to be the type of person that is constantly trying to better yourself and become a better version of yourself? And look, I'm honestly not throwing shade on anybody. If you decide that you want to keep living your life and you want to do your thing, if that makes you happy, sure, go for it. But I don't think life is all about happiness at the end of the day. I think it's all about bettering yourself and it's all about how can you become the better version of yourself to serve, to better serve the people around you. I want to flip it on you. Tell me a moment in your life where you ran from your reality and what was that situation like? Um, I think the obvious one was for me when I ran from home in my own way, I, I came out of a very broken household. Um, it wasn't all picture perfect. It didn't look the way that it quote unquote looked. There was a level of abuse involved and certain level of insecurities that I ended up growing up with as a result of just that feeling like I'm enough um, in any regard. So I always dreamed and fantasized, fantasized about leaving at 18. Like I was always a dream of mine. Um, of leaving Seattle? Of leaving home, Which to was be honest. Just period. In home. general, just doesn't matter yes, where. Just didn't matter really where. Um, and when we did leave, I had a conversation with my mom, which was nothing but good to me. And I, I had a convo with her saying, I'm ready to step out. And she gave me the advice she gave me, which was, you know, life is school now and you got to move on. And this is the one thing that's so true to me. But when I ran from home and I first ran away to Nashville and I lived in Nashville for a while and then I came back and I went back to... And I went back to LA because I was visiting LA already. Um, I just wanted to get out, and I was so tired of the mentality that was in, that I was involved with, that I was raised with. And it was such a scarce mentality. We, we I grew up in a very uh, like I guess our family was an immigrant family. You know, we didn't have anything to start. Where'd your parents come from? Uh, Ukraine, like Russia, Ukraine, Russia, like mm-hmm. Soviet, former Soviet Union, but. The thing was that we had a very set way of doing things and the exploration of your own mindset wasn't exactly the, you know, the easiest thing to come across. Like you didn't exactly have a voice and opinion. You have to learn what your parents, you know, teach you. And I think there's so much good in it. Um, it's easy to just see the bad in things, but there's a lot of good that came out of it, obviously. But I think one of the things that kept me driving forward and pushing forward, even when I came to LA was... I really wanted to get to know me. Mm. I didn't know who that was. I knew all the restrictions that were put on me and I understood all the levels of me that I, you know, quote unquote, I ought to be, you know, and need to become. 
you know, to satisfy certain people's dreams of my life. But I just didn't know me. And I guess when I started running, I started running towards me without realizing it. There's a certain version of me that had to have existed in order to be, you know, the, the, the less scared, the less vulnerable, the less questioning version of me. There's got to be something out there that'll make me look in and be happy with me. And I didn't know what that was. All I knew is follow these rules, treat people this way, and, you know, basically fall in line. Were the rules good or bad? Both. There was rules that were good, but they were limiting to control. But they weren't limited to, here are the rules, now go and make wise decisions with them. It's more so, here are the rules, follow them, don't question it. And if you do, fall back in line. So tell me a little bit about what was that reality like growing up? What were some of those moments in your life that caused you to think that, like, you know what? I need to get the frick out of here as soon as possible. Um, over, over many years of my life, I grew up in with a very harsh father, to say the least. My dad was a very, very stern man and his limitations weren't exactly few. He just kind of did what he needed to keep us in line. And it was extremely difficult growing up. You don't really know the difference from right or wrong, but as you're growing up in it, you realize that's just there's certain things that just don't add up. And my dad and I have since had plenty of conversations that we've made up in our own ways. Um, but it didn't feel right to be in the position that we were in. It didn't feel right to have to fake it all the time, you know? Um, I guess what I'm getting at is I, I didn't know how to be or how to be a kid. I never had a childhood. I didn't experience what it's like to just play around in the backyard as a kid and not have to worry or not have to be concerned. It was always a matter of like, oh shoot, dad's coming home, so hide, you know, or would you not get done or whatever it was. It was always a very difficult, traumatizing experience as it was naturally, but it drove me for a long, long time many years it just became my fume instead of my fuel and it burnt out eventually like any fume naturally will whether it's 10 years or five years or 50 years it doesn't matter your fume will always run out i fundamentally believe that and if it doesn't it'll drive you directly into the ground you need to have a certain level of mentality of wanting to get the hell out being focused hopefully and luckily I had my why which was I loved photography it was my first and only escape it was my first love but I was lost I was Mm. lost within all of it and I think you've known that for a very long time you saw that in me I had a drive it was unhealthy it was harsh though it was like you're you're blocking everything out through the work that you were doing like the work was beautiful but there was so much more beneath that that nobody really even knew I feel like, yeah, I mean, I remember those nights that you would drive down to Portland for projects and you wouldn't sleep for like 24 hours <laughs> and then you would come down and you would, you know, we'd shoot the next day. Oh God, you don't even understand. I had something to prove those moments. So one of the examples was I had a Friday shoot 
I remember that very, very much. And it ended very, very late. And I had an all day, wait, I had a Thursday shoot. And then I had an all day Friday shoot. And then I went to sleep barely for a few hours. Genuinely, I mean it for an hour or two. And I remember getting up, shooting all day Friday. And then I would drive after my full day shoot, after like I'm done after sunset, 8 p.m., whatever. I would drive all through the night, three, four hours, I'd drive to Portland. Seattle to Portland. I'll drive. Damn. So many times. More times than I can ever count. The amount of times I drove mm-hmm. over there. I remember that. And then after the drive, basically get there. And sometimes it was later, but get there, crash in the car for another hour or two, get up and shoot another 12 to whatever hour long wedding. Sleep and then drive home. And it was like a week in, week out with thing constantly. And you wonder why I did. Remember I told you like I've done like 40 mm-hmm. plus weddings in the last few years yep. that I did. Yep. It's insanity, but it was truly running on fumes. I was over it. I just needed to get stuff done. I needed to show and prove to myself that I will not be deadbeat like other people around me that I grew up around, whatever it was. There was a drive and it was it was dark. It was dark, but it needed to happen. And it gave me so many of the things that I enjoy now and treat as something that is positive now that used to be so negative and ugly hard work precision just consistency like working through it no matter what it looks like no matter how it feels like in the moment but it was my why but my why wrapped around the thing that i actually enjoyed and still enjoy to this day which was you know the art of photography and shooting and creating and now it's developed into so much more but my why was it was pretty dark in the beginning. Has your why changed? Yeah, absolutely. What's your why now? My why is people now. And I guess it's cliche or not. It doesn't matter to me what, you, what anyone thinks, <laughs> to be honest. But Oh, we know. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. My why has become I enjoy what I love because I love doing it for the people on the other side. I no longer have to prove anything to anyone specific. Mm. I just enjoy doing what I love, but I needed to face head on my problem with the specific individual before I could ever do that. I was mistreated. I was treated the way that I was. There was so much that had happened. I'm sure whatever happened, you know, it happened. Like there's nothing to be said about it anymore. Nothing could be done. But now taking in all of that, all of what had happened, you realize that uh, despite of what's going to make me into the person that I need to become for my future, for my family, for my company, for the people that will ever come in and out of my life is going to be, I need to learn from my mistakes or I need to learn from the mistakes of others. I need to learn from what I went through in order to get to my new reality. I'm excited to form a future for myself. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know in what way, shape or form it's going to pan out ultimately, but I know that right now in my life, the way that I'm at, the way that I'm going at it, my drive, my fuel has adjusted. It's no longer running on fumes. I care for what I do. I care for the people around which I do this for. And I just enjoy it. It became fun again. So obviously there's there's many ways we could look at this. We could look at this from a positive perspective or a, a negative perspective of running from reality. Because in right. your case, it was actually a good thing in many ways. In my case, it was a bad thing. I was... I was running from my reality in a bad way. And I think the moment that that depression hit, it 
forced me to actually stop, you know, and think and stop avoiding certain questions that I had for myself. Right. Um, and honestly, like, I, I'm glad we had this conversation because I feel like a lot of times we're afraid to have these conversations. We're afraid to get deep. We're afraid to right. be honest about it. But I feel like, like I said earlier, I think that when we share and when we talk these things through, we begin to think and get ideas and get revelations about our life and mm. things we could change. And I feel like the conversations we have off the mic, most of the time, I mean, all the time are just life changing. Like we realize, we start to realize things that are, you know, we're doing wrong or things we can improve on and life begins to change. And it's amazing. Right. What's your advice to anyone that's listening on escaping your reality? I think some of the most uncomfortable things in life become some of the most rewarding things in life in terms of going through valleys and going through problems. And I think the only way, I mean, look, problems will always be there, but if you, if you avoid them, only more of them will come. So what I, what I would say to anyone listening is just deal with it. Just sit down. If you need to get a piece of paper and a pen and, and write them out and number them, whatever you need to do, just know that like the moment you get through them or you start to address them, you're going to begin to see a weight being lifted off your chest. And you're going to be so happy that you actually took those steps because believe me, guys, it's not worth holding on to things that you can let go of in two seconds. And maybe it's not going to be just two seconds. I know there's people out there that are dealing with such crazy stuff that just difficult things, relationships and breakups. And maybe you have a family member in the hospital or, um, you know, maybe, you know, it, it could be a number of things. Um, but I think the best thing you can do to yourself is control what you have access to. Obviously nobody can control the, the outside world and we can't control what happens, but we can control our reaction to it and our perspective on it. And that's the only thing you should control. And that's the only thing you should focus on. And so what I would say is list those things out and begin addressing them. Bring in a friend, start talking to somebody that, that you trust and begin talking these things through. Don't hold on to them. What about you? I think my advice on escaping your reality is be freaking honest about it. God damn, too many people go on in this world trying to hide it or try to be tougher than they are. Listen, I don't care how big you are, how buff you are, girl, guy, I don't give a crap. Talk about your issues. The, the more you sweep under the rug, whether you realize it or not, the bigger the hump gets and the uglier it gets. Hey, guys, and a, and a final question that we have for you guys is we would love to hear what you guys are going through. Uh, I know that this episode maybe was a little bit more on the heavier side. But I think these conversations are so important. And I think these are the conversations that move us forward in life. And um, if you guys have your version of, let's say, the things that you're running from in terms of your reality, we would love to hear about them. Um, you guys can email us at icertalent at ownthelight.com. And we would just love to just read about your guys' stories and um, be in touch with you guys. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in and having this conversation with us. If you guys would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, and by doing this, you guys will literally help us spread these stories and this message across the world.
And if you guys think there's anyone else that could benefit from this conversation, please make sure to shoot them a text with the link to this video. Thank you guys seriously again so much for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week. I need to know everything, who and the what and the where I need everything. Trust me, I hear what you're saying, but I like it's new what you're telling me. I'm curious.